Hello, and welcome to the show, your ultimate playlist podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Brandon. I'm still Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. All right. So we're doing things a little bit different, but we've had episodes like this before. So as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, uh, this is going to be my final episode. I'm saying goodbye. And we wanted to end on something that we always had a lot of fun with. We're doing a wild card episode. So basically, just to recap what we do here, this is Choice Tracks. Normally, there's two sides. Side A is where we pick a, a song based on a theme, and then Side B is where we listen to a whole album, have a conversation about that album, and pick our favorite tracks from that album. So the wild card is a little bit different, where we're picking two choice choice tracks. So basically, we're just having a Side A. So we're doing two different songs. There's no theme here. It's free reign. Everything goes. You know, this is Thunderdome, this episode. So anyway, let's go ahead and drop that needle on the wild card side. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and get us started here. Uh, and I there's so many songs that I, I wish I would have done. And who knows? Maybe one day they'll invite me back or maybe they're very happy to get rid of me. But I wanted to end with a couple a couple great songs, songs that I love to listen to again and again. Uh, songs I think that have a lot of high energy. You know, I wanted something fun. I wanted to pick two songs that are fun. So my first wild card choice is a song that was recorded in 1967. Yes, a song from the 60s or 70s. I got to keep it real. Uh, on this last episode. So it's recorded in 67, released in 1968. The song is called Just Dropped In to See What Condition My Condition Was In by the first edition. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition... Now, the lead singer in this band at the time it was Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers was the lead singer in First Edition. And this song is fire. This song is amazing. You would not think that Kenny Rogers would do a song like this. In fact, a lot of the songs that First Edition did was country rock. Uh, this is kind of a kind of a psychedelic song. And this song is great. And I'm pretty sure the first time I ever heard this song was in the movie The Big Lebowski that came out in 1998. This song is used in the dream sequence, the dream sequence that is called Gutter Balls. And this song is awesome in that scene. I've loved this song ever since I've heard it. Can't tell you how many times I've gone back to and heard this song. Um, it, it is also, what's interesting, it was also Kenny Rogers' first top 10 hit. Uh, and I read online that the song was kind of about, uh, about an LSD experience and maybe kind of an anti-drug song, but I don't know. I mean, maybe because I first heard it in, in, uh, in Big Lebowski, I just picture the dream sequence and I'm like, this is fun. So, um, anti-drug, what are you talking about? Um, so this song is brilliant. I thought, I thought it just, you know, sounded like a good time. Um, so anyway, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard it. You probably have. If you've seen Big Lebowski, maybe you just didn't know that it was Kenny Rogers. Um, but I'm curious to see what you guys think. Uh, but again, I wanted a high energy song. I think, uh, I think I brought it. Uh, and I'm curious to see what, uh, what your thoughts are. 
All right, so I'm going to go ahead and kick this off because not one, not only have I heard this song before and listened to it a couple of times, but two, I also knew that Kenny Rogers did it and he actually did a remake of it as well later on. So, um, but I like this one better. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, this is a funky ass good time, man. You you hit the nail on the head with this one. It's it's got that psycho funk vibe to it, but um, it's it's you can listen to everything. All all of the lyrics are clear. All of the message is clear. All of the instrumentation is crystal clear. It was recorded very well, and especially for that time. And man, this this is a damn good song to put on anybody's playlist to jam out to. And I'm glad that you picked it because that was that was a good one. And especially because if anybody knows Kenny Rogers, this is not his spiel, but it works. <laughs> it totally worked. So I'm definitely not mad at it at all. So it, I like the song. I know I've seen the movie before. I'm not. I I didn't know for that was Kenny Rogers. Um, you know, I can't say what. You know, I'm sure I probably heard the song in the movie. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. I, I can kind of get the the anti drug part to it, but yeah, like it's it's a cool song, like it's amazing. Um, it, it's just in the wheel here house. I like like the the vocals, the funky beat, like the everything just just clicks with it, and so yeah, it's super enjoyable. So yeah, yeah, I think when I saw this movie, I never would have thought Kenny Rogers was part of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not shit; it's good. It's actually pretty cool. It's pretty fun. That's an awesome movie. Um, I really like the pick. I like the twist on it with, you know, with the whole Kenny Rogers being <laughs> doing something different. Um, and didn't he have like Kenny Rogers Roasters chicken or something? <laughs> I think I remember that. The 90s, he had like a chicken chain, right? I remember the Seinfeld episode. Yeah. So I think I met my wife in 97, Robin, and the second time I'd seen her, I think she was trying to like hang out with me. And so she knew my brother. They were part of a co-ed fraternity. And uh, so she ended up ordering Kenny Rogers roasters. And we had we had Kenny Rogers, very own fried chicken. And that was our first date. So sort of a date. Oh. I don't know. But outside of that, yeah, I like the song. <laughs> it's funky. Um, but that's what I think about when I think of Kenny Rogers. So <laughs> not all the countless hits, not his career. Think of the the chicken franchise that he created. Yeah, it's just yeah, chicken phrase. Like, damn, he did some good chicken. All right, that's the reason why I fell because he didn't have the twenty three herbs and spices. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and move on? And our let's hear what Damon's first wild card choice is. So um, it, I, I think I had mentioned previously in other episodes, maybe in the last episode, a place called Mohawk in Austin. Uh, that's where I saw this artist uh, first. Uh, we saw uh, an artist called Kayflay. She's really cool. Um, up and coming artist, uh, the late uh, 20 teens. I I know that this was released 2017. Um, songs called uh, Blood in the Cut. And um, yeah, it's a really fun um, song, sort of like, but also <laughs> kind of aggressive, but like, I like the beat. Uh, K-Flay Live is really cool. Uh, if you have not heard of K-Flay, check her out, man. 
Um, definitely, definitely really dig this band, this artist a lot. She she had gone through some issues recently. She had to stop recording because she had, um, I believe she had gone deaf a little bit in one year. And she had like, I, I don't know if it was tinnitus, but there was like a really bad issue with her not being able to sing. Um, so she was out of it for a while, but she was out of pocket when it was kind of like everybody was as well. So mm-hmm. it, it sort of kind of like fell in line perfectly as far as that goes it was a little bit a little bit crossover with um out of the pandemic time but uh she started recording in and um yeah so i don't know have you guys ever heard of k-flay because blood and yes. cut it is fucking awesome that's a really good song man uh i'm interested to hear what you guys think i i never heard of the artist uh i don't think i've ever heard the song um so this was all new to me and uh i did enjoy it i, I thought it was pretty good um you know it, it it was very well produced i thought and um i liked her voice i liked the sound you know i don't normally normally gravitate towards a lot of music you know from today or even a few years ago um but this was this was good uh, i'm sure you said you saw you saw her live yeah, we saw her in Mohawk, um, and that was around the time this this came out. So I think it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, really good show. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, well, that's a great venue, especially to see a yeah. new artist. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think one time I I no, it was this show. I evaded I evaded somebody puking on me from the second. Uh, level balcony i don't know if you know this brandon like you know like the oh, yeah. top part comes out and yeah. then there's a whole open area where there's like you can stand in front of the stage well somebody <laughs> somebody was like everybody was drinking it was new year's eve um god this must have been i think it was 2015 it was a while ago anyway <laughs> somebody reached out of the balcony they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they're like cheering for the you know K-Play, which is great, but yeah, I I avoided vomit. Gross. It's a good venue, but it's too much fun, especially on New Year's Eve, dude. I think it was New Year's Eve. I don't know. I've been there a few times. It could have been a different night, but yeah. Well, I like the song. I don't like vomit. No. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I really like the song. I, I'd never heard it before or, or heard the artist before. Um, it, I did watch the music video and it's weird. YouTube had like a warning on it and it makes sense. You know, uh, the subject about it is very, you know, seek help if you need it type of thing. Uh, but like the song is awesome. And, um, you know, it's right in my wheelhouse, you know, it, it, it you know, with a, you know, Katie Tunston or, you know, um, trying to think who else has that. The Are same you thinking vibe. of Katie uh, Tunstall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah she's great live. I saw her actually play in South Bay two years ago. Awesome show. Yeah, but yeah, that's she's like, like her a lot. Yeah, exactly like her. And you're like, well, yeah. how have I not heard this song before? And it's like, it's made, it's amazing. So it, I, I enjoyed it for sure. So. Uh, yeah, I have heard the song before. I've actually heard the artist before as well. And yeah, she, because of that tendency to kick in or that, that tone, she did lose her hearing in her ear and it actually made her tone deaf. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't sing the notes that she wanted to sing. So yeah, she had to, you know, come back to getting her hearing back or at least partially to where she could actually hear the tones that she was coming out with and, and being able to record again. She, that was her therapy was actually recording again and getting back into the studio. So that kind of worked out. And, 
um, this is a kick-ass song, man. This is another one of those funky, rhythmic, you know, riff guard, guitar riff tracks that yeah. you, know, you listen to and and it, and it hits the ground running and you just want to keep up with it. And yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. Well, she's an artist that also... Okay, so this is... Uh, this is 2016 is when this came out. I don't know if it was a... I think it was released as a single. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's what we saw her when she was like first coming up, like up and coming. Um, and I think it was my wife that really wanted to go see her. So I was like... I always jump on the bandwagon when she finds a new artist because she, she has good taste. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is... Uh, Everywhere is somewhere. That's the album name. So that was 2017. But yeah, she's she's an artist that like she makes like music that's like almost like like angst music. Like uh, I would say like relationship angst. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. like she turns it into like something that's like desirable. Like I like the way uh, like her lyrics. I like like how it's you know how it sounds. Her performances are great. It kind of like it's like her performance is it's really good, but it's not like theatrical, big blowing up. You know, it's like it's just straight up like rock. You know, it's just a good show. Um, and so like listening to an album, hearing a good song on the radio is completely different than seeing them live. I always encourage people to go to live music if they can. Um, if you can't buy it, try to win it. There's always maybe some way, some way there's a way, I hope. But yeah, good live music for sure. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. And Taj, what's your first wild card selection? Okay. So, uh, like for most of my wild card selection, it's normally like a song that I thought about doing for a previous episode <laughs> that I really want to do. Um, also on on a double note because I knew it was your last episode. Um, a while back, we did an episode about dreams, and the minute I announced the theme. Brandon said he was going to pick the song and then he didn't pick the song because I would have picked the song. I would have picked it. And so it still irks me. So I had to pick the song for the wild card. And the song I picked is Dreamweaver um, by Gary Wright. I have no idea when I first heard the song. I'm not sure if it's been in any movies. I just know that I love this song. Uh, it's an amazing song. I watched the music video for it, which is basically like a concert. I didn't realize it's just two pianos like and a drum <laughs> and like backup singers. Like there's no guitar, there's no bass, like it's all synth. And you're like, is still, yeah, it, you can't get more dreamlike or rock amazing than Dreamweaver. <laughs> in my mind so but yeah <laughs> but. yeah i mean yes i was about to do this song for that episode of dreams and i called an audible and changed it and <laughs> i'm glad that taz was able to sneak the song in uh before before i left and i'm glad he did because i do really like the song that's why i was this close to picking it for that episode um and yes it has been used in movies multiple movies uh yeah it's it's fantastic song i enjoy the sound i enjoy his voice it's just uh it's just a, a great track and um yeah you know when you want to pick it and i want to pick it that says a lot um so it's a it's it's a very good song so i i applaud you for getting that on the show and getting that on the playlist 
Um, so technically, I will be mad at both of y'all because <laughs> this is one of those songs that I hate. Um, but I I will acknowledge that it was a good song for what it was, but I hate hearing it. Um, <laughs> just because I heard it all over the damn place. Um, especially in 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 when it was brought back up. I mean, it was in uh the People versus Larry Flint. It was in uh oh shit. Um, what else was it in? Oh, uh, it was in Wayne's World. That's when I really got tired of hearing that song. <laughs> um, when it was in Wayne's World. Hell, it was even like the concept of how it started with the Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it was used like an outro or something on that. But even still, I hated this song <laughs> back then. Oh, um, uh, I will give it its props that it's due. I definitely think it is a good song. If it's one that I want to listen to, I will take one of Brandon's themes and say, it's just not for me. Um, <laughs> but I do understand why people love the song so much. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I remember it from Wayne's World for sure. Um, but yeah, like he's definitely sporting the fucking hair. <laughs> the video, you're like, oh, that was disco time or some shit. Um, which it was, but uh, I wouldn't say disco shit because I think I learned my lesson. There's definitely a lot of good stuff about that. This is not uh-huh. disco. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, this is this is totally cool. I, yeah, I love the song. I almost don't want to pick like sometimes i don't want to pick like too big of a hit but taj is always going to go out there and you know on a limb and he'll he'll pick the the old oldies that are like hits which is great because i like to relive that and i think sometimes brandon will do that too and you know the older the older ones that are hits and i love that um yeah no this, this definitely uh brings me back to wayne's world though <laughs> that's where that's where i gravitate to when i hear this i love the song the only good thing I love is Tia Carrera. That's all I need to see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who doesn't? Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we're all right. here. All right. <laughs> all right. We got one more song for this first round. And, Diedrich, what is your pick? So, I chose to go the opposite route of everybody else only because I know that I'll never have a chance to pull these songs up. And there's something that we probably will listen to. Uh, or have heard and passing, but we'll never talk about because they're so new. And I definitely wanted to go the new route, um, so to speak. So this particular song came out in May of 2023 of this year, and it, it was a complete world hit, um, so to speak. It's, it's gone on a viral sensation. There was a dance that went along with it. Chris Brown started doing the dance, and then everybody else in the world started doing the dance with it as well. And it definitely brought this uh, person back up into um, talks. Um, he is most known for his Afrobeats and and, and his uh his songs that he's done in the past. Um, but this one right here brought him back up to the forefront and is actually taking on a new genre within itself. Um so he's Nigerian raised, um, born and raised, his name is De- uh, Davido, uh Davido or Davido, yeah. And uh the song is called Unavailable. I'm Basically, the song is um, basically talking about I'm unavailable to those who don't want to do right about me, about those who um, you know don't necessarily have my best interest at heart, those that I don't want to talk to. I'm, I'm unavailable to you, um, so I'm not going to make myself available. I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to give you a chance to hurt me. I'm definitely not going to give you a chance to bring me down. 
and it's a pickup song by any me and every means it's definitely a positive jam and it's one that i wanted y'all to at least hear and to be on the countdown or on the on the playlist in case we ever get to it playing at a particular party or something it's something that i can show everybody to dance and go from there so all right um what do y'all think about uh devito unavailable so I, I don't think I've ever heard of this song or the artist, um, mm-hmm. but I'm all I'm all in. Uh, I had a good time listening to the song. You know, it uh, you know, I talked about it last episode. I this is another, you know, catchy tune. It's infectious. And, uh, you know, it really can get into your soul. And even if you're not one who likes to dance, you find yourself kind of tapping your, your foot to it. Um, there is a dance, accord, uh, apparently. Um, yes. I will not be doing that dance. Uh, <laughs> oh. thank goodness this is a podcast and, uh, <laughs> we don't, we don't record a, a live, live video of it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I really like it. I mean, it was, it was, I, I was not expecting that. Uh, and I'm glad that you, you, introduced uh, this artist to me so it was i yeah it was great cool the one thing you got to know is the dance does not involve your feet it's all hand movement you can sit oh. still and literally do it i still couldn't do it right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah well we're gonna bring you back to do at least an episode so you can do the hand dance yeah, <laughs> yeah. here's what we're gonna do brandon we're gonna have diedrich behind you with his arms sticking through and you'll just stand there and he'll move his arms (laughs) there there we go nice all right that'll work okay (laughs) right so we'll green screen you doing the dance like with your head and then like another body doing the dance So that'll definitely work. So I I liked it a lot. I'll be honest. I hadn't heard the song before the artist, but it, I mean, I knew the the African beat was coming into hip hop and pop music, and you can hear it in certain tracks. But this was like a full fledged, like just straight. Like it, it wasn't mixed with anything. It was like a pure cut. And you're like, yeah, it, there's no way you can't can't dance to it, bop to it. Like it's it's just amazing. So. Um, and I did watch the, the music video for this and, and it's, there is the dance, but then you also kind of see different other dances from other tribes. It feels like, or would in the video and that, that was really cool. But yeah, the the biggest thing is like, I'm still trying to figure out the flex of like wearing a thick winter coat in Africa and it has to be like 80, 90 degrees. But he's like, yeah, just chilling. You're like, that is like flexing. Like. It's a big flex because bottom line is yeah, it's Mediterranean uh, situations depending on where you're at and where you're coming from. Some places are, are literally tropics all year round. Some places do actually get a little coldness. Some places are hotter than hell, but it definitely has its feel to it. And the particular subgenre that you crossed over into is called Omni Piano. And what they do is they literally take a, a, a synchronized uh, hi-hat section and they start to beat off with that. And then they'll come in and they've got different type of 808s to kick in um, in between whatever track. And like every track almost sounds similar. So everything can flow in between itself. But it's definitely one of those that, you know, like I said, the world is a big place. And, you know, across the world. Uh, songs can blow up like crazy and in in America if you're not tuned in to that particular frequency you'll never know it existed but I wanted to bring it to the masses so everybody be able to get a handle on it or a hold of it if you haven't already and just go back and check it out man because like I said there's so many artists
artist involved with it, but mm. this particular one just really took it over the top, and he's been around before, so. All right, Damon, what'd you think, man? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought I, I think it's like it's like something I would expect from uh, from Dietrich. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely good tasted music, my friend. And yeah, I like this one. I like the beat. It's kind of short. Like, I, yeah, it's I wanted more. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but um, aside from that, though, I mean, I enjoyed I, I enjoy the uh, the drum beat. What what what'd you call? What kind of music was it, Tosh? Uh, Omni piano. Oh, okay. Afro beat yeah. slash Omni piano. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's it definitely. It, it it seems like it like takes a lot of time to compose that too. I would think, but maybe I'm wrong. But um, and then putting the lyrics into it. But no, I love the sound, man. That's like, it kind of gives me a summer vibe a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know that's your favorite time, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Add it to the playlist. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, since I am emceeing this final episode of mine, I have decided that I am going to skip my next wild card track, and we're going to go straight to Damon. Damon, what was your second yeah. wild card selection? Okay, so um, I don't know if uh, y'all are familiar with the band Fantagram. Fantagram uh, is comprised of Sarah Barthel and Josh Carter. Um, the uh, the album I picked, or the, not the album, but the song I picked was uh, When I'm Small. And I thought that was it's a it's a really good sounding song, but it's also it's not like it's it's not um, the greatest uh, I guess story, but like I like that there's music out there about like you know it's kind of like against like violence uh, against women and relationships and stuff like that. It's sort of like that's sort of what this is about. Um, but uh, yeah, so the beat starts out it just. I don't know. <laughs> These guys are fucking awesome. They're a really weird, unique band duo. This is another duo, guy, girl, which I think just it just works really well with a lot of situations. But um, yeah, so this is that's my pick, Fanagram. When I'm small, um, have you have any of you guys seen Fanagram live? No, like in a festival no. form. Oh, okay, no, I haven't. Yeah, they're good. They're a good band. I think I I, I don't know. Maybe I gravitate towards like duos too, but um, I picked a, a few. Uh, but yeah, the this is a good combo for sure. It's got that techno beat, but also like sort of like a new wave and then rock with the guitar. So Terrell take Terrell's take on uh, their style and um, music that's about abuse, I guess <laughs> that could be turned into something like a good song. But it's kind of hard to vibe well with it when you're like, oh fuck, that's what about. But it's also like there's a lot of songs like that. There's a lot of songs about abuse or just like bad situations yeah i like the fact that this one kind of took it up front rather than trying to play it in the background you know there are some songs out here that are good by the beat and you just get so caught up in that that you don't really listen to the lyrics and when you do you find that it totally changes the virtue of the song this one would hit you right right square dead in your chest when you first put it on so i understood the message clear um the track was definitely you know produced well and it came through clear and i i took it as one of those serious moments and you know even though they tried to like like liven it up a little bit it would still have that undertone 
that I, I really crushed on to, so, or clashed on to, excuse me. Um, so all in all, I thought it was a cool pick and it's something that I did not expect to come out, um, from you. Um, and it actually showing a lot of depth and I like that. So good pick, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, I, I knew the name, name. I've heard the name of the band. Um, but I never really knew what they sounded like. Um, and maybe I've heard a song by them, but. I can't remember. Um, I, I do like the name of the band. Um, and I, I guess I need to re, I, well, I need to revisit the song for sure because I know I've talked about it before. Sometimes I'm not always a lyric person that I hear the sound first. And I think I was just more hearing their sound for the first time. And I think that's really what I gravitated towards. Um, and now hearing yeah. what the theme is or what the song's about, I definitely, it definitely needs a, a I need to play it back. Um, cause I, you know, there seems, there definitely seems to be much more meaning behind it. Um, and I think I just missed it because I was listening to the, the, the sound really. Um, so it was, uh, it was a good song though. I'm, I'm curious to see what the rest of their music sounds like. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. I'll definitely be, uh, listening to the song again, um, with, uh, my ears more open to the, to the lyrics, which is really weird. Cause like I, you know, I, I love great, great writing. Um, but for some reason, when it comes to songs, sometimes I don't always hear lyrics. Uh, I just get swept up in the melody. So, um, it's sort of, yeah, no, I totally get that. I get that, man. But, but I did, I did think it was a good song. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely go back and listen to it again, uh, especially after, uh, what you, what you had told us. Yeah. No, thanks, man. Um, yeah, this is, well, this is like 2013. So this, at, around 2013, I think there's a lot of, uh, social awareness was, um, I think in media, in, um, Hollywood and, uh, music industry, any industry really for women's rights and, um, and how as a society or maybe even just in America or, you know, not just America, but that's how I relate to it. Cause I live here, but, um, everywhere there's, there's, uh, oppression. And it, I think that women definitely struggle a lot, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what this song's about is it's a lot of different situations. <laughs> it's about women in general that go through like the abuse thing. And, um, but, uh, I mean, it's got a good vibe though. I mean, the, it's, it's got a really cool beat. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to feel good about something like that's such a sad thing, but having music about stuff and bringing social awareness to it is great. So, but yeah, that's I mean the just Fanagram as a band, yeah, they're fucking awesome. So okay, yeah, no, I I I like the song. I I never heard the song or that the band before. Um, oh, okay, uh, cool. I, I I'm kind of with Brandon. I I kind of missed the the thing that you're talking about with the lyrics. It makes sense, but you know, um, I was kind of taking it more like the more like the Ben Folds, like it's hard to grow up type of thing. Like when you're small, you're just weak, you know, and, and you know, that, that, that's kind of how I took it. But yeah, the, the, it makes more sense with what you're saying, especially if you watch the music video. Cause like she is, she's, you know, 
singing it. She's rocking it out. He is deadpanned, like in the whole music video. And, and there's a part where like she's in the foreground and he's in the background. So you're like, okay, that makes more sense. But like anytime he's up close, like he is just like deadpan, just like rocking the guitar. Um, and uh, she actually plays the the drum. So I, when I first saw the music video, I was like, oh, it's kind of a flipped white stripes you know the singer's the drummer you know type <laughs> yeah. of thing so but yeah it's like yeah i don't know if they're like trying to insinuate anything with the video yeah that might this that might be like i think that this is definitely like i don't know if it's like based on like personal experience but i think it's mm. awareness so yeah. you know like a social awareness you know like no, issues I, with stuff like that yeah no i can see that for sure but yeah no i i liked it so yeah all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. And Taj, your yes. second selection wild card. What do you got? <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, uh, keeping in mind that Brandon was leaving, I picked this song <laughs> for that. I also kind of picked it because it's a song that came from a movie that was made by a band that I I wonder. I mean, the song itself is an amazing hit. But I kind of wonder as we get further along in the ages, unless people see the movie, because the movie is kind of a commentary on a character on a characterization on like the 50s. Like, it <laughs> just, it's one of those things where it's yeah. like, I could totally see this song getting lost, you know, in history. And so uh, I just kind of want to throw it out there. It's a really cool song. Um, and so the song I picked is on the dark side. Uh, it's from the movie Eddie and the Cruisers, but the band that actually sings it is uh, John Cafferty and the Bieber Brown Band. Um, it's totally trying to be like a 50s rock song in the 80s with a cool sax. Uh, it almost <laughs> sounds like when you listen to it, like it almost sounds like a Billy Joel or a Bruce, thing, Bruce Springsteen song. But like it's any way you slice it, like it's an amazing song. Like and that that for its own reason, it's, it's why I think I wanted to add it as a wild card. So. So I feel like your two choices for this episode was kind of like an apology letter to me. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> like, Explain like yourself. He's, apo- he's apologizing for some of the music he made me listen to by picking <laughs> a couple songs that he's like, I know he likes these songs. <laughs> and uh, that may not be your, your intent, uh-huh. but it definitely feels like that. You're like, Brandon, before you go, I just want you to remember that I like some good music, too. And uh, and and yes, I do love this song. I have listened to the Eddie and the Cruisers album. I don't know. Countless times. This is something this is something that this is something I grew up with. You know, my my dad loved the movie. And I don't know how many times I watched Eddie and the Cruisers because my dad loved it and he loved the music and he passed it on to me. And uh, and I've always been a fan of the movie. Um, big fan of the album. There's, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, it's it's a fake band in the movie, but it's a real band that <laughs> performed these songs. And the songs are tight. Yeah. The songs are good. Uh, and this one especially, this song is amazing. Uh, I just have a good time when I listen to it. It just makes me happy. And I just have fond memories of watching this movie, uh, you know, with my dad and on my own. 
and sharing the movie with with Amy. And um, yeah, you know, good job, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Cause you apologize. That's what we do. That's <laughs> no. what we do. Good talk. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> what is this? The whole part was an ode to Brandon. So you could apologize for the songs that you didn't pick because you picked bullshit for us to listen to. I got it. All right, cool. Um, let me just put it like this. I've always loved Eddie and the Cruiser. Always. Without a shadow of a doubt. I've always loved the fact that it was that throwback, you know, 50s, 60s music that jammed out um, before the psychedelic came in and the whole nine and you had the piano playing in the background. You kind of touched on it in a sense where if you did have Bruce thing and Billy Joel in their prime or not even in their prime in their young stages come together on a set and, and form a damn song live on stage, this would be the damn song that they came out with. So with that said, I'm not mad at it by any means. It just got kind of tainted. <laughs> 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 by, the, by the recent exposure of why it came out onto this particular platform. So outside of that, oh. the song itself is fucking gold. It, it, it is needs to be cherished. It does need to be presented to the folks of nowadays so it does not get lost in history. And the movie itself, both movies need to be presented as well. So let's let's we need to, you know, put that up in everybody's ear so they can go back and, and watch those and listen to them. And no, we're not getting any, any payment off of this situation. This is just us loving the fact of good music, good good times, good good reminiscent points being put out there for everybody to go back and see and listen to what it was. I did the same thing with Revenge of the Nerds. I would throw that out there for everybody to go see. If that shit came out today, they would literally crucify anybody else a part of that movie because there was so much shit in there that was wrong. But for our time frame, for how we grew up, that was the perfect rendition of what we thought the 80s was like. This is the perfect rendition of what we think you know, that, that back, that backstage, um, you know, off kilter type of music comes out with that you see plus somebody playing in a bar at two o'clock in the morning and you may have 20, 50 people in there and they're just starting it up. But in actuality, they're about to blow up big. And when they do, that's when everything changes. This is the essence of what music is about. Not necessarily blowing up big, but it's the before the blow up. It's before, you know, everybody gets to know the name of the band. It's before everybody knows where the band is performing at. It's, it's all about the raw, authenticated, um, time frame of the artist and what they put into the music before they have to change everything up. So you brought that into the mix. I love that fact. And we're just going to keep it at that. I'm not even going <laughs> to call it for a brand and apology, whatever y'all got going on. Y'all sell that outside of the podcast. But <laughs> for the podcast, this is an excellent song to bring into the function for somebody to listen to because it's off kilter. It's not something that we would be able to put to our theme um, unless, you know, that theme was very specific. And even then, it would be kind of hard. So I'm glad that you brought this in. Yeah, the theme would be uh, music from the movie uh, that this song's on. <laughs> can I can I get a music from the movie Eddie and the Cruisers? Okay. <laughs> I want first pick on the dark side. Yeah. Um, 
definitely a good song and uh eddie lives no uh yeah they, they i like how they did like a, a parody to like the elvis thing a little bit but uh yeah i know it's definitely an awesome movie I, th- I think it's awesome that brandon you and your dad like checking this out like watching the movie and then he got you into the music and stuff and like this is a good like i don't know man john cafferty the beaver brown band like are they still playing does anybody know very say that I think they're still playing, but like they're. Uh, you did sorry. not try to drop that in. <laughs> no, I did not. I was accidentally trying to hit something else. Sorry. Are you, are you trying to cover up my me talking no. with Dreamweaver? I don't like what you have to say about this. Fuck you. Dreamweaver. Okay, Dreamweaver. Oh uh, um. No. Uh, it, so when I looked up earlier, they only had like three albums. Like they had the two Eddie and the Cruiser albums and one other album. I thought, or no, they have another one. They they did Roadhouse, or they they had an album called Roadhouse. It wasn't that. Oh, they were like the, they did the soundtrack. No, no, Roadhouse. No, they did not. No, I can see that though. Roadhouse. I was like, no, bro. No. When I yeah. hear this music, it makes me want to put on some tight jeans and kick some ass in a bar. Yeah, no, because <laughs> they did two albums. Or karate. They did two albums before Eddie and the Cruisers, and then that was their last two albums for the two Eddie and the Cruisers albums. But as far as I know, yeah. they're still at, you know doing gigs every once in a while somewhere. Because I know yes. I watched like yeah. a I watched like a YouTube video where it was like thirty years later or forty years later, and he was talking to him. And he's like it, the the lead singer was like. It's weird. He said it was weird for him to see the movie because you have yeah. the actor, and then like when the song gets in, he's like he he sees he hears his voice, but sees somebody else, <laughs> and he's like it just right. He only like saw the movie like once or twice because he couldn't get past that. He's like it, it's just weird, man. Like it's somebody oh, yeah. else's face with my voice coming out. <laughs> he was doing like perfect Billy Vanilli lip sync there, man. Like you could yeah. not tell it wasn't him, dude. No, I was like. Really? That's not him? Like, okay. And then you see the real band, like, oh, they're not as, like, you know, cool looking. No. They're real people. Uh, yeah. But they're cool in their own right, for sure. So. All right. Well, um, Eddie lives, and <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. And Deidre, does. what looks. is your second wild card pick? My second wild card pick is another artist that's recently um trying to blow up. I'm actually giving her props because I've listened to a bunch of her songs and she's fucking fire, man. It's just a matter of time. She's got a hit right now that literally she's performing at every concert that she hasn't even released yet. But when she does, it's going to be a hit. It's going to go number. It's going to go number one or at least top five and top 10 in the, in the country chart. Um, damn near my goal in the pop charts as well. Um, she's an artist that's been in Tennessee, you know, most of her life. Um, she definitely is young. By young, I mean she's 19 years old. But if you listen to her talk in her, in her interviews and everything, she's already lived a hard ass life. Um, and she's, she's got an old soul and a young, young little body and she's definitely going to be killing it. And she's going to be somebody to watch for in the country scene and, and just in, in the scene in general when it comes to these. Um, she writes, you know, her own songs and she's, she's blowing up and she's number like four, five, two, if that five foot one, but 
She's already got a, a, a single out here called Heartbroken with Diplo and Polo G. And uh, the song that I chose was not on any particular album. Just It was just released as a single. And I love that because I can actually go back and, and choose an album later on if I want to. Um, she's only got one EP that she put out. Um, she's got another one on the way that's going to be coming with this particular single that's blowing up. But the song that I chose uh, was Jesse Murph uh, featuring Marin Morris. Morris and uh, the name of the song is called Texas. And if you listen to it, the lyrics are, are pretty shallow, but it definitely hits the mark from her singing. And the bottom line is, she fell in love with uh, uh, one of those bad boys, you know, that he definitely did her wrong. And all he did was go back and check it after her uh, while she stayed there in Tennessee. And, um, you know, it kind of kind of definitely messed her up, but she, she definitely reflects on, on past relationships. Um, she definitely reflects on addiction to drugs and, and drinking and so forth. And she's got kind of like how Tessa, uh, Tessa, uh, Kesha, kind of, excuse me, kind of like how Kesha first came out. Um, you know, it was definitely, you can tell she was a wild child. This one is the same one. As a matter of fact, the singing is, the single that she's got blowing up, or uh, that she hadn't released yet, it's called Wild One. Um, that she's performing at every concert. See, if you get a chance to look at YouTube, go ahead and check that out. Um, but her name is Jesse Murph, and this was the song Texas by with her and uh, Marin Morris. What do y'all think? So it, I I really like the song. Like it's it like you said. Like you can see that it's going to be a hit. The, the other thing is like just that that genre of of music. Like um, it, it's one of those. It's a women empowerment song. It, even though it's talking about hard luck, but like it's it's up there with like you know. Um, what's that song where they, you know, hit the tail light? Like, it's one of those, like, you can sing to it and you're like, the, the lyrics are like, you can picture a whole bar, like, you know, singing along to this because, like, the, the lyrics are yes. just so, so dang catchy. But yeah, um, I watched the music video. Yeah, it was really cool. It, and so it made a bunch of sense. And yeah, I mean, the music on its own is amazing and speaks for itself. She, I understand she's young, but she's the the way they did her in that music video. It's like, dang, she she's stunning for sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she's definitely on the rise. So yeah. y'all look out for her. For her. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm, of course, I've never heard of her. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, an artist who came out in 2023. Yeah, I probably have not heard of her unless she had been recording songs like 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I did not realize how new it was until you mentioned it. So mm-hmm. I'm on Spotify and I was just looking and uh, everything on here is from 2023. And yeah. what's crazy is uh, she already has 7.6 million monthly listeners. That's yeah. insane. Um, you know, like I, yeah, I, I know, like it'll be very interesting to watch her become a big star and be like, I know someone who was already, you know, a fan of hers and introduced her to me. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, um, you need to get back into your producing stuff because, you know, you know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> It's it was good. I I enjoyed it. Like I said, not something I I necessarily gravitate towards. I wouldn't have listened to it on my own. Um, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good song. And um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where she goes. Uh, you know, because I definitely can tell that she has talent. And I had no clue she was only 19 years old either. So yeah. that's that's insane. It is. 
Well, yeah, Marin Marin Morris was like pretty young when she started. Like she was like a young teenager, like not even a teenager, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So that's part that's partly how she's got these collaborations with like other artists that are probably helping her get into the industry, you know, studio time and all that. Get your record out get it out there and then do whatever you got to do to to get known but good voice it's something that i would hear on the show the voice <laughs> or mm. like something like that where you know she, she i i don't know did she ever do anything like that like a talent uh show competition um, when she, she did make- local shows uh, i don't think she i'm not sure if she did one of one of the big shows or not but um i do know okay. that she kind of followed what tennessee has which is called uh, it's pretty much called the 10 year rule, which is, yeah. you know, if you're in it for around 10 years or so, you're going to blow up. It's just a matter of, of what you're doing and how you're doing it. So she's gone through different formations of herself, but it's always been country or always been like a country ish type deal to it. Just a little bit more on the raw side. Um, yeah. and she, yeah, she's definitely one of those that if you listen to enough, like the song that I'm saying she's going to come out with now called Wild One, that shit's going to take off. It literally is. It's infectious as hell. It's it's talking about the type of guys that she likes, which is bad boys that are slim in their rug wrangle jeans that smoke cigarettes all day and pack forty fives and run around in big trucks. And that shit that shit is going to blow. A rebel without a cause, that shit is going to blow. Everybody is going to love it and she is going to be on top of the charts by year end, if not by next year, trust me. And I don't think yeah. that this, I don't think it's a bad song by any means, but it's not something I would be like, oh, I got to listen to this. Um, yeah, she's going to be a, a star for sure. And yeah. the Nashville scene, you know, it's, yeah, definitely you get in, you get in the right, you know, crowd, you know, you get in with the right people and record everything, you know, through a legit studio and you're good. Yeah. But yeah. Now she's got the look, she's got, you know, she was a little bit edgy with her, with her sort of like, it's like a contemporary, like country pop, yeah, country pop, almost not country. So that that's where the big draw comes in. I think where you get a lot of fans that are across the board, a lot of crossover fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a bad song, not sticking out to me. Didn't didn't stand out. So I don't know if this could be added to our. Can we remove this from the playlist, or is it? Block it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just want to see your reaction. Um, no, it's it's definitely a good song. Uh, it's, it's a good vibe for sure. It's a kicking back, drinking a Corona in the summertime. That's where it, that's how, that's the feel I get. Again, with a summertime feel, love it. So can't yeah, hate that. Shortly, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. When okay. All right. And then there was one. It was me. It's me. My final wild card choice, my final choice track. And I wanted to go out with a song that to me is just about vibes and uh, just fun to listen to. So my final choice track, my final wild card song is a song from 1979 from the 70s. Got to keep it real. It is Children of the Sun by Billy Thorpe. Children of the sun. 
and it's from his third studio album. Though it was actually his debut album in the United States, he was an Australian singer, song songwriter, record producer, a man of many hats, composer,、uh, created a toy company.、Uh, he did it all. And、uh, I got to be honest with you, I haven't listened to a lot of Billy Thorpe, but I've listened to this song many, many times. This album is from his space rock opera. And、uh, this song, I think, is incredible. It's、uh, nearly seven minutes. It goes to places you don't necessarily expect it to. I think this song rocks.、I'm、not sure if you've ever heard it before.、Um, I can't say when I was first introduced to it, but、uh, but I I was immediately drawn to the song. And、uh, this is something that I play regularly、uh, because it just always puts a smile on my face, and I find myself tapping along to it and、uh, singing along to the the song.、Um, it is again, it's all a song all about vibes. Has a great High energy, and I just think it's a fun song.、Um, great sound, and、uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to leave you guys with. Curious to see what you have to think.、Um, so yeah, you have the floor. All right, so. This shit kind of fucked my head up. I'm not gonna lie.、Um, only because I was thinking, if Ariel Speedwagon and Pink Floyd got together and made a baby, it would be Thor, <laughs> so to speak.、Um, just, just from the way that this track sounds, it's, it's ambient. It's got ambient sound to it. It's, it's glowing. It's rock, but it's not. It's, it's like it's all over the damn map, but it's all inside one, one concealed box, so nobody can take it. And for you to go out on this. Number, I'm not mad at it at all. I I will definitely miss our camaraderie when it comes to music because this is a great ass pick. This is a pick that I would have picked had I come across it. I、uh, never heard it before, so it's got me wanting to listen to more. And man, I I appreciate you, bro, from the bottom of my heart for everything that you brought into this particular show and this podcast. And this this is a good send off for how you do it. So I'm not mad at all. Ah,、uh, thanks, man. So、uh, I I had heard it before, but it, I liked it a lot.、Uh, You know, it, it's when you said rock opera, it's like okay, that makes sense. Like I, I, for some reason, I, I've kind of lately been having an itch for for rock opera, but. Yeah, no, I I like this song.、Um, for some reason, I thought, but it's not. I, I looked it up while you were talking. I I thought maybe this is on Brutal Legends because I can picture you playing Brutal Legends and this song <laughs> playing, <laughs> especially when when you go, you know, because I remember watching you play that game and like you, there's a special move where you fly in the air and it, that sounds like this song, right? You just fly in the air and just shoot rays of light down on the armies below. You're like, yeah, this song could totally work in that. So,、uh, but yeah, amazing. Amazing, amazing song for sure, and, and yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for bringing it to us. So sweet. Yeah, I get the rock opera feel a little bit here.、Uh, <laughs> definitely don't know what game you're talking about because I haven't played that, but.、Um, Yeah, this is this is Brandon all over the place. Like Children of the Sun, yeah, Billy Billy Thorpe, man. That's that's definitely cool. I'm glad that you threw one in there <laughs> before you left. Like I said, you you'll be back. It'll be back.、Um, yeah, I love the、uh, what 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 was it with that time period where there's like everything had to have fucking wings on it. Like <laughs> like the covers got like I think Journey did it. Like a bunch of metal bands did it. But it was like a lot of like. Non-metal fans were doing that. It's just like everything's like a hawk or like a fucking, I guess an angel. I don't know, but、uh, it's like Hawkman or something. 
really sure. Yeah. It's like a Golden Globe with a hawk, right? Not really sure what I'm looking at, but uh, yeah, no, like the, the guitar in this, like the fucking riffs, everything. Those, it's just, it's cool. So I don't know if that makes me less cool because I think it's cool, <laughs> but uh, no. no, it's got <laughs> it makes it's you got more a, amazing. <laughs> okay. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> well, um, all right, guys. Well, before before well, I go, we all right. go. Right. Uh, you guys will be coming back. Um, you there is homework for the next episode. Oh, we are coming back. Um, okay. You guys are coming back. <laughs> so, Damon, what album? Oh. Uh, just to remind the listeners, what <laughs> album are they needing to listen to for the next episode? I don't know if you need to listen to this all. <laughs> um, I I like to listen to music when I'm like working on stuff, and you know, like I think recently I was working on my patio and doing a bunch of woodworking and a bunch of shit outside. Whatever, who gives a shit? And uh, <laughs> one of the albums I I, I got turned on to um, this is from 2002, so it was like the early 2000s. This is like metal rock, but like I don't know if it's metal. I just, I just it's it's hard to say it's metal, but I think it's kind of in that like the rock realm um but uh chevelle's the band and i think chevelle's a really good band i think it's like hit or miss with a lot of people that band but you know they've had more than one album of course uh wonder what's next is the album and there's a lot of like there's just a lot of messages in their music and i think this album really does start out pretty damn fucking awesome i don't give a fuck what anybody says I'm swearing. Yeah. Why am I doing that? I don't know. Sorry for people that don't like that. I don't normally do that, but yeah, this man, it's got me, yeah, psyched. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good album. Uh, so check it out. This is Chevelle. Wonder what's next from 2002. All All right, everybody. So make sure you listen to that album for the next episode. I will be a listener still, so I will make sure to listen to that album before that next episode. So I may be leaving, but I'll still be listening. And, <laughs> and we're um, going to throw messages to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I just want to say really quick before Taj has, I think, some quick little announcements. I just <laughs> want to say thank you guys for this amazing journey. I've had a great time. I appreciate all the songs, even the bad ones. <laughs> uh, even the bad albums, it was still, I still had a good time. And, uh, like I said, I'll still be listening. Maybe I'll come back from time to time if you'll have me. Uh, but it's been, it's been amazing. And thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. No, we, we enjoyed having you. Oh, us, so. man. You're gonna make yeah, me tear, tearing up over here. I'll uh, do that. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm not worried. I'll pick some special ones for you, Brayden. How about that? All right. Just make sure to do something I like occasionally all right please <laughs> sometimes i might pick something from the 70s i don't know yeah and uh, the alcohol talking but i love you bro <laughs> uh, i love you too love you guys um and if you're wondering what's coming up next huh see uh taj do you have some announcements you wanted to, to say before we go yeah so uh just for our, our fellow listeners i just kind of wanted to give you um I mean, we're really going to miss Brandon and there's really no easy way to, to get a new host. So what we're doing is we're actually going to be testing out several different hosts. And, um, we're, so what you'll notice is we'll have two episodes with a new host, uh, starting, uh, next week. Um, and so that'll be, they'll do two weeks with us and then we'll test out a different one. 
Um, we're not sure exactly when we're going to make our final decision. It could be as early as November or it could be as late as January of next year. Um, or it could be that we just can't find anyone as good as Brandon and we keep searching well, forever. It. <laughs> it's actually so, going to be Brandon with like, he's going to be doing different voices. So. No, I'm not He's going to dress up differently, all, like with wigs. Me. It's going to be great. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I hope you guys enjoy the ride. Uh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have uh, some fun times, just uh, just hanging out and uh, seeing how it goes. So. Yeah. So, but uh, until then, um, let's go ahead and sign out. I guess uh, we've been Choice Tracks. You can find this on our website at choicetracks.com or you can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Um, oh, uh, we have matching playlists on Pandora and Spotify. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and sign out. I've been Taj. <laughs> I'm David. <laughs> wow. Did, I, did um, you think I was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you got it. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Brandon. And I may be picking up the needle, but make sure turn it all the way up and keep spinning those choice tracks. <laughs> <laughs>